Hello, and welcome to Create You, the personal growth and development podcast that will help you break through to better results in your life, work, and relationships. I'm your host, Jeremy Flagg, and thank you for joining me. Being free to make our own way in life is both terrific and terrifying. It's terrific because we have so many options and opportunities to create the life we want. But it's terrifying because there are no guarantees that we'll succeed and no one else to blame but ourselves. The truth is, there's a burden that comes with freedom, and it's important for us to know what it is so that we can live our best. If you've ever felt the weight of an unclear future and the confusion of not knowing exactly what to do with all the options in front of you, then listen to today's episode as I talk about how liberty can complicate your destiny and what you can do about it. Hello, creators. Hey, it's your host, Jeremy Flagg, welcoming you back to another episode of Create You. Hey, thanks for joining me today. My 51st episode back from a couple of weeks off in New York City. I had a splendid time chaperoning a school trip for my daughter's class. Boy, am I a blessed person to be able to take off on a moment's notice and uh, be with my daughter and her class as they had this enormously awesome trip. My daughter represented uh, the country of Portugal in a Model UN that was taking place in New York City, and it was just fabulous, a fabulous time. And then we had uh, my wife and son join us for their spring break last week, and we spent four days in New York City doing the sights and having a lot of fun. And I'm just glad to be back here in action on the podcast with you today, and hey, Did you get excited about my birthday giveaway? Did you sign up? Did you enter to win? Hey, a big thank you if you did. Um, Thank you to everyone who entered and shared it and sent it to their friends uh, because I've drawn the winners. I already drew them, in fact, and I'm going to be announcing them here in a second. Uh, You know, I, I put everybody's names, literally old school style, just put everybody's names on a piece of paper, folded it up put it in a bowl and just, you know, shuffled it around and drew out the four people who are winning. So uh, I just want to thank everybody who entered. It's awesome to have people loving you so much that they'll celebrate your birthday with you. And, uh, you know, hey, birthday for me every year, March 4th reminds me that no matter what's going on, I don't give up. I don't give up on the dreams. I don't give up on my purpose. I never give up on where it is that I'm headed, trying to create the life that I really want, desire, and deserve. And I know that you feel the same way, and I wanted you to have a little piece of my excitement. So that's why I created that giveaway. So here, without further ado, are the winners, the three winners of the signed book and the 2016 custom calendar. And they are, drum roll, they are Allison, Darla and Jamie. All three have been notified via email, and you will be able to receive your prize just as soon as you uh, return that email to me, and we'll get you. I make sure I put that in the mail to you. I'm really, really excited to get those uh, giveaways into your hands. And the grand prize winner is a winner of the book, a signed book, of course, the custom 2016 calendar, and a 60-minute coaching session with yours truly. And the grand prize winner is Amy. 
Amy, congratulations. And ladies, congratulations for celebrating my birthday with me. It just so happened that I drew all women out of this hat. And, uh, you know, hey, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's pretty awesome. You know, because uh, to be quite honest with you, I have such great rapport with the ladies in my business. And I would say 75% of my coaching practice is or has been historically clients that are women, uh, mostly because I think women are always looking for new opportunities to refine themselves, enhance the world around them by changing themselves first. And I just absolutely appreciate and admire that about the women in my world. And I hope you do as well. Uh, again, thank you to everyone who entered, and I'm looking forward to hearing how these books and calendars helped these ladies march forth this year into the lives that you desire and deserve. So, hey, let's get into today's topic. You know, hey, I've been gone for a couple weeks. I've been noticing tons of stuff while I've been in New York City, made tons of observations about our world and how it can relate to your personal development, your personal growth. And I plan on sharing with you lots of awesome insights in the coming weeks. But the first one I wanted to share with you today is one that was no more pronounced to me as the day that uh, that I, I took a sightseeing cruise. In fact, I did it twice, once with the class and once with my family. And we took the sightseeing cruise from Manhattan, and it went past the Statue of Liberty. And I got some really great pictures, uh, but it also helped me to really understand the the weight the gravity of that statue what it means what it must have meant to the people who came to america for a new life for a new beginning for something different for something new for hope of freedom and it just struck me how those that crossed the sea that that crossed the atlantic they would be in the presence of such a huge beacon of hope this huge statue a symbol of opportunity, a symbol of freedom, a symbol of options that you can make your own choices and that you could have the life you decided you wanted, not the life that you had been, you know, enslaved to because of how you were born or what caste or status or socioeconomic, you know, uh, place you lived in or station you lived in in life. Um, you know, where, where you got stuck anywhere because you had options, you had options and you had opportunities to be free. You know, you didn't have to answer to some government. You didn't have to answer to some master. You only had to answer to yourself. Now, that's a grand and an exciting vision for sure, but it's also a terrifying one. And now that, you know, basically, why is it terrifying? Look, why would freedom be terrifying? Well, for a lot of reasons. Number one would be uncertainty, right? I might fail. I might succeed. I might be happy. I might be miserable. There's so much uncertainty involved now that I'm free. You know, but the other one that makes it terrifying is that now that I'm free, there's no one to blame but me. That's it. I'm, I'm all I got. I cannot now look in the face of other people that I have been blaming my situation on and say, you're the problem. You're the cause. It's my government's fault. It's the king and queen's fault, right? It's the, it's the, the school system's fault. It's the, you know, it's my family's fault because I was born into the certain, you know, it was my genetics, right? There's so many things that we stay enslaved to in our stories. So what uh, the, the experiment here that I've been a part of here in America is, is an experiment for sure in, in government freedom and allowing people the opportunity 
to not be enslaved to you know what the government demands of them, but to only answer to themselves and to have the freedom to make their own choices. So, I mean, of course, we have laws. Of course, we have standards, right? Uh, but largely, the liberty exists to create the path you choose in your life. And that is a terrifying proposition because you have so much out in front of you. You have so much blank space. You have so much opportunity and so many options, so many things you could pursue, so many things you could do. How do I know which one is the right one? How do I know where to put my time and effort into to make sure that I'll have a, the outcome that I really want? You know, there's, there's so much now that's uncertain about being free when it's upon you. You know, this week is Easter week for Christianity, where the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus is celebrated. And a lot of people know the story of Jesus, or at least cursorily, and the story of Jesus, uh, you know, that we're commonly used to now that gets told during Easter week is, or the Passion Week, right? That whole story in the actual accounts uh, in the Gospels takes place during the Jewish festival of Passover when many of the Jewish people were gathered in Jerusalem for the celebration of the exodus of their people from slavery that they experienced in Egypt. So Passover is a celebration of the liberation of the Jewish people or of the Hebrew Israelite tribes, right, from the slavery they experienced while they were in Egypt. Now, that story of the, you know, liberation of the Israelites has been told many times, uh, most famously probably in the movie The Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston. And it's because all great stories we love and the stories that we love to tell over and over and over again, they all involve some form of transformation from enslavement to something or enslavement to someone and then to liberation. So they're transformed from enslavement to liberation, from captivity to freedom. Israelites were set free from Egyptian rule, but then what happened? They crossed over, the, remember the big Red Sea moment, right? Moses is the leader. Uh, he calls upon God to you know, divide the Red Sea. Of course, God does. And the, you know, the sea rolls back as the story goes. And all of the Israelites walk across dry land where the river has been held up on both sides. And as they cross, the Egyptians run in after them, but then the river falls and uh, they have no more enemies. Now they're on the other side of the Red Sea in the desert, and they have no idea what to do next. No idea. Why? Because they had been enslaved for 400 years. They were enslaved. Their generations had been born in slavery. They had no idea what it was like to run their own lives. They had no idea what it was like to have all those options and opportunities and choices in front of them. They had no idea what to do with all of that freedom, all of that liberty in front of them caused them to panic and complain. They complained about Moses immediately because he was the leader who drew them out here. They didn't have enough food or water or shelter. They were immediately upset because they didn't know how to resource any of those things. They didn't know how to create any of those things. They had, it had all been given to them. 
and they just got upset. They started complaining. Uh, you know, Moses had to save them from God's wrath, as the story goes. I mean, they did not want what had been given to them because they realized there was a burden that came with their freedom. There's a burden that comes with freedom, friends. They didn't know it. They didn't know how to carry it then, but they had to learn. In fact, they ended up spending 40 years in that desert walking around in circles until they learned that lesson, how to carry the burden of freedom. How to carry that burden of freedom was the only way that they could move forward into their destiny, into the promised land, if you remember. So it's important for us, too, to know how to carry the burden of freedom for ourselves if we, too, want to reach our destiny and reach our own, quote, promised land, if you will. Jewish psychotherapist Viktor Frankl, author of Man's Search for Meaning, which you've heard me talk about on the podcast and in other episodes, he was really fond of saying that a statue of responsibility should be erected on the west coast of America to complement the Statue of Liberty on the east. He understood that to be free was to be responsible for your own life, to be responsible for your own decisions, to be responsible for your own destiny. He understood the burden of freedom to be responsibility. The burden of freedom is responsibility. It's being personally responsible for how your life turns out, personally responsible for resourcing what you need, personally responsible for creating the things in your life that you want to create. Frankel once gave a talk in the notorious San Quentin prison where he was loved by the inmates. Now, the topic of his talk may surprise you when you realize that they loved his talk because he didn't pretend with them. That's the key. He never pretended with them. He gave them brutal reality. He, did never, he never allowed them to feel as though they were victims of society, victims of their upbringings, victims of their families or their culture, victims of their genetics. No, no, no. He required them to own the fact that they were free moral agents. They were responsible adults, responsible human beings who had made decisions that led them to where they were. And if they made decisions that led them to where they were, they could also make decisions to lead them out, back onto the path of their purpose, have a life of meaning, and that is exactly why they loved him so much and San Quentin Prison. And maybe why prisoners would love a speech like that today, to be reminded that if they made decisions to get in, they can make decisions to get out. But if they played victim to the circumstances, played victim to the events that led them there, played victim to the people who they believe put them in the positions that made them make decisions, right? As long as they keep blaming outside of themselves, the power is now outside of them instead of within them. You know, power comes from within, and personal power, particularly, is your ability to make decisions. You know, one of the things I noticed while I was in New York City, I've noticed a lot of things, as you can probably imagine by now, but I noticed that in New York City, there's very few people begging for money on the street. Very few begging for money. Now, there are many homeless people, and I did witness that firsthand plenty of times, but they weren't begging for money. 
Instead, what you'll see in New York is a lot of street hustlers, a lot of vendors, a lot of people looking to sell you a service or sell you some entertainment instead of looking for a handout. That is pretty cool in and of itself because the city has a vibe that says, hey, we don't do victims here, right? Those that did choose to panhandle and put out a cup, right? They weren't greeted very warmly and they didn't have much much money in those cups. But I can tell you more than a few times I walked past a street musician, a singer, a dancer, uh, someone on the street that was doing something fun, entertaining and uh, that they had, uh, you know, some sort of, of, of uh, you know, a gathering, you know, place for the where the, they would drop the coins and the money, and they never ceased to, you know, supply themselves with an opportunity at least to make their day great, make their day shine. You know, I mean, there's something to be said about taking responsibility for the situation you find yourself in, and that is one thing that New York has a way of saying to the people that are there. Uh, you know, take responsibility for how your life turns out. Don't give up on yourself. Get up, make something happen. Make better choices today, and you'll have a better tomorrow. Because that's the burden of freedom. That's what you must understand about liberty, is that responsibility is its complement. Responsibility is the weight that finds you when you find out you are free. Because no longer is anyone else responsible for you. You are now only responsible for yourself. And it's life challenging you to rise up and take responsibility and control of how your life is going to turn out. If your life's to have meaning, if your life's to have purpose, if it's to mean something to someone and count that that your life mattered, it's because you've made decisions, good ones. A string of them, if you will. A string of good decisions I've heard from an old rabbi friend is what he calls a string of pearls, right? String of good decisions, a string of pearls. You can make a strand of pearls and make a necklace if you make great decisions day in and day out. And the decision you have in front of you every single day, the freedom you have every single day is to make the decision in front of you, right? The challenge in front of you is to succeed, It's the challenge to succeed that life gives you. And all you got to do is take responsibility for two things, your attitude and your actions. It's the only two things in life that you can control no matter what. No matter what's going on in your world, you can control your attitude, the way you decide to, to show up, your disposition in life. And you can control your actions, what you decide to behave, excuse me, how you decide to behave and what you decide to do in this world, right? The way you be and the way you behave are the two things that you've always got control over. So the challenge I have for you today is the same challenge that you have in front of you every day. Carry the burden of freedom well, my friends. Take responsibility for what you've been trying to give others and make this life the one and only life that you've got count. Hey, come on over to jeremyflag.com slash episode 51 and share your answer to this important question. What do you know you need to take responsibility for in your life right now that will make a huge difference in how things turn out in the future? Share your answer to that question and declare your new direction in the comments section 
at jeremyflag.com slash episode 51. Hey, and if you enjoyed this podcast, then be sure to share it with all your friends on social media and take 30 seconds to rate and review the show in iTunes and Stitcher. It helps elevate the status of the show and gives more people just like you an opportunity to break through to better results in their life, work, and relationships. Hey, as we close this episode, I'm going to leave you with a quote from the aforementioned psychotherapist and concentration camp survivor, Viktor Frankl, who said this, Each man is questioned by life, and he can only answer to life by answering for his own life. To life, he can only respond by being responsible. And there you have it, my friends. Responsibility is the burden of freedom. And you can carry the burden of freedom by taking responsibility for your destiny. Your power is always in your choices. Your power is always in your decisions. Have a breakthrough day, my friends. And I'll talk with you again soon. Thanks for listening. For more tips about how to create the life, work, and relationship you love, just head over to jeremyflag.com where you'll find lots of free resources and notes from this episode. And don't forget to share your comments with me. I'd love to hear your voice. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review for me in the iTunes store. If you're listening on Apple's podcast app, just click anywhere on the show artwork to reveal the show notes and click the link that says, please rate and review the show in iTunes. Your feedback is appreciated. If you'd like to continue the conversation, then please like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter and be sure to use the hashtag CreateU. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for joining me today on CreateU and be sure to check in with me next time when I'll be back with another life-changing episode. You won't want to miss it, so be sure to subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud to get free delivery of every show. Until next time, this has been Jeremy Flagg. Reminding you that you are a creator. You don't need to react to life as it happens to you because you have the power within you to create the life you love today. Now go and create you.